Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Friday, October the 14th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, quip, which means a clever or witty remark. Quip. Hope everyone is enjoying their Friday or will enjoy their Friday. End of the work week is finally here. Well, it's kind of short work week, I got to say. It went by pretty fast. It just did. just did. Uh, Temperatures here in North Carolina still looking lovely. Uh, 70s, uh, close to somewhat 80 yesterday. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Just was. Uh, But the cold air is expected to come in some time next week. I believe they said around Monday or Tuesday. Temperatures could get down at night into the 30s and during the day up into the 50s or close to 60. So the fall is here. Cool, brisk. Uh, possibility of a, a frost a frost advisory for next week. Like I said, those temperatures are going to get down into the 30s. Just are, just are. Uh, I would talk about, uh, you know, my usual thing is, of course, uh, Thursday night football. But I'm going to forgo that today. And we're, uh, I'll talk about that later on this weekend. So with that being said, all right, let's go get it. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina this week, uh, about Monday or Tuesday, it came out that it was voted one of the safest cities in North, in the United States, excuse me, came in number nine. Uh, the police and sheriff department, they held a, uh, active shooter drill earlier this week. Um, and all of that, man, it was the culmination of what happened yesterday evening here in a community uh, about 15 minutes from downtown Raleigh, going out into the county or what you would call the rural areas, uh, area of North uh, Raleigh, uh, out towards Nightdale. There was a mass shooting. So Raleigh has made the news nationally, not because it's the safe, safest city one of the safest cities in the United States or because of that active duty duty, uh, shooter drill that was held by the police department and the sheriff's department. There was a mass shooting yesterday evening about five in the afternoon, five o'clock. That's when all of this unfolded. I got off work. I was here cooking and, uh, you know, watching the news. And I I heard, you know, it came out and I looked and I said, well, what in the world? But as it progressed. It all came out. Five are dead, including an off-duty uh, Raleigh police officer who was on his way to work. And there were two that were hurt. And that was including another Raleigh police officer that was part of the K-9 unit. Now, uh, as we know, uh, as it, 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 it developed overnight, of course, you know, things are, uh, there was a news conference held at 830 this morning. And more details came out. Now, the gun, the gunman is in custody in the hospital. <laughs> wow. Uh, at that, you know, as of this morning, also, there's an active search at a home that is close to that neighborhood where this shooting happened. Uh, probably more, more than likely that is the gunman's home. Uh, to give you a backstory of this community, it's a golf course community. Um at one point in time, that was a lot of wooded area, 
Uh, and that, what they're saying is, of course, this community is, I believe, 25 or 30 years old. But it's one of those uh, uh, communities that sits out in the outskirts of town and they made it a subdivision because there's, there's a golf. It was a golf course community. Uh, there's a greenway that runs behind it, the Noose behind the homes, the Noose River Greenway. And it's just like what's been done uh, or has been done throughout this country with uh, the, the rapid growth and development of Raleigh, like everywhere else in the United, in the United States, they start building these homes on the outskirts of towns. And, and, and this one here sits close to uh, Nightdale, North Carolina. If you know the back roads in this part of uh, Raleigh, it does take you to Nightdale. In fact, it was a few miles from Nightdale that this happened, but it was still in the Raleigh city limits. Um, officially, unofficially, uh, witnesses described seeing the gunman. And some have said, uh, one person said that they saw uh, the gunman and it, it appeared to be a teenager, somewhere between uh, 15 or maybe 13 or 18 years old. But now we know as a result of that news conference this morning, it was a 15-year-old white male that was seen dressed in camouflage from head to toe with a book bag or tactical uh military book bag that was camouflaged with a long gun. Now, one witness said he saw the, the, the shooter out his back one. He said he was sitting in the house or he was in the house. He heard, um, first he heard two shots, then he hear, heard three more shots. So he went to the window and he saw the guy literally in his backyard. And he saw that he was... Uh, I hate to put it out here like this, but quite possibly maybe the way he described it, he saw that kid, 15-year-old kid, in pursuit of a jogger that was using the green way. Yeah. All this happened at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Folks are getting off work. Folks are getting out of school. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Folks were out, probably out in the yard doing whatever or, or in the house relaxing after get off, getting, getting off work like this guy. And this happens. Now, there was another uh, witness that also described the gunman as being 13 to 16 years old, appeared to be very young. Wow. Just wow. Um, now, as I said, as of this uh, morning's press conference, with hap which happened about 830 years old, we know now that uh, one of the survivors is a 59-year-old female, and she's in critical condition, and a 15-year-old that is the gunman. He's in critical condition also. Uh, last night, doing that search for him, they finally cornered him in a uh, barn. I told you it was in a rural area. So they cornered him in a barn. They sent a drone in. But somehow, some way, the drone was deactivated. Probably shot it. So they finally got him into custody. He's in critical condition. Yeah, Raleigh police lit him up. <laughs> if you know anything, I'm not laughing, but if you know anything about RPD, they don't come to break bread with you. It's just that simple. That's RPD. I was born and raised in Raleigh. That's just how they are. Uh, this uh, new way of doing policing where they're going to talk. Now, they ain't going to talk you down. Once you show that you have some hostility, they're going to light your ass up. And that's exactly what they did, it appears. So they cornered them in a barn. They they 
whatever happened, because it's still developing, they aren't releasing too many details. Whatever happened, he gets in critical, he's in critical condition, and they transferred him to a hospital here. The one thing that that I question. And, and and as I'm hearing these stories, as they're coming in from eyewitnesses, it appears that this 15-year-old that was armed with a long gun dressed in camouflage, it appears he came off of that damn greenway. It appears he came off of that greenway and he was hunting. This was, this was something he planned because the shooting, uh, the radius of this shooting is about two miles and it all happened inside that community. So it appears he came off that greenway, went through the community, shooting people at random. Whoever he saw, it appears he shot or shot at. Because I believe some people, uh, there were multiple, the, the 911 call said they heard multiple shots. It wasn't just five shots. It was multiple shots. And then after this morning's uh, briefing and eyewitnesses are coming forward, it looks like he um, retreated, if I can say that back to that greenway where he shot two more people. That's probably uh, that gentleman that said he was sitting in his uh, home and looked out his back window and saw that gunman in pursuit of that female jogger. She was one of the two victims. Just was. So this guy was on, this kid, I'm sorry, this kid was on a hunt. Just was. We, we, We always ask, when we hear these stories, all oh, the horror, all oh, the pain, all oh, the sorrow, where did he get the long gun from at 15 years old? We can run the gamut <laughs> on responses, but chances are somebody had to buy that gun for him, an adult. Maybe it was Ma and Paul, like that fool down in Texas where he went in there and shot up those uh, uh, school kids in that house, in that schoolhouse. So he, 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 it appears he came off that greenway. And like I said, he, the shooting radius is two miles. It appears he came off that greenway and just started shooting random people going from house to house, cutting through houses, whatever, what have you. Because if you see the video of those homes, that, that community is a subdivision, like most subdivisions are anywhere in this country. The houses are close together. It's a community. There's a lot of roadways that have been cut through there. So this fool came off that greenway, sitting back there planning and plotting, started shooting people. Then he retreated back to the greenway where he shot two more people. Um, the, the the deceased, the victims, are a 52-year-old female, a 49-year-old female, a 35-year-old female, And that off-duty Raleigh police officer that was, uh, like I said, off-duty, but he was headed to work, was a 29-year-old male. And there was a 16-year-old white male that was shot also. Wow. Wow, just wow. So a 59-year-old female that survived is in critical condition, and the gunman is in critical condition also. Wow, just wow. Um, the, the second officer that was shot, he was shot in the knee that, that was part of the K nine unit. He has been released from the hospital. He was released sometime earlier this morning. (sighs) Wow. Where do we start? Where do we start with this? You know, Raleigh, uh, like I said, it was voted earlier this week, uh, 
the safe, one of the safest cities in the United States to live, came in number nine. Wow, that's wild. And then this happens. A few days later, this comes up. Where do we start? How do, uh, should we even try to understand his reasoning for what he did? Uh, he's 15 years old and he's a murderer. He murdered people. He murdered five people. Probably would have killed more. But I, I don't know. There's still, the story's still developing. I don't know what made him retreat back to that greenway. I, 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 that, that's a question I have. What made him retreat back? Did he feel that he was being uh, cornered or he had been spotted? And so he retreated back to the greenway uh, and stumbled upon those two other two victims? It, it, it's, it's, there are so many questions. There are so many emotions. That, this nonsense with these guns and these kids. Now we can sit here and say, well, who's training them? Who's teaching them? Who's introducing them to these guns? The parents are. It ain't no damn TV. It ain't no damn rap music. It ain't no damn movies. It's the parents. Like I said, someone had to buy that gun for him. Uh, maybe, maybe he has a fake ID or something. I don't know. But somebody had to buy that gun for him. Ma Paul. That's my bet. I don't think he bought it him damn, his damn self. I just don't. This is, you know, for Raleigh to be on the news like this, this is a surprise because Raleigh, you know, I was born and raised in Raleigh and, and I oftentimes hear a lot of folks say, oh, Raleigh's a nice place to live. It's so quiet and calm. It's so relaxing. That's what's throwing a lot of people off because now we know, uh, hey, this could happen anywhere you're at. It just can't. You never know what's going on behind closed doors in someone's home. You never know what they're teaching or introducing to their kids. Uh, to somehow, some way for, for us to now know that it was a 15-year-old gunman and he had a long gun dressed in camouflage and he popped out on that out of that greenway, uh, shot some people, fired multiple rounds, and then went back into the greenway and 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 killed, you know, uh, two more. This kid was taught something. Well, we know what something is. He was taught how to kill. He was taught how to hunt. Let's be honest with each other. Let's cut the nonsense. This was a, a tactical assault, it appears. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe details will come out uh, somewhere down the line. And, and, and hey, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll get up here and I'll tell you guys I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong. This was a tactical assault that he was taught. Had to be. At 15 years of age, you should be nowhere near this. I know I wasn't at 15. I don't know about many of you. But at 15 years of age, I was nowhere near this. I had no thoughts whatsoever in my mind of doing something like this to go out and purposely kill innocent people that are just going about their day-to-day -day life. Like I said, it happened at five o'clock in the evening. Folks were getting off work. Folks were getting out of schools. Uh, 
kids were, were, were maybe returning from after school activities or whatever or what have you. And this fool pops out the green where he dressed in camouflage with a long gun shooting. In a community that for all intents and purposes, like I said, it's a subdivision out in the county. Uh, this is something you would never expect to hear or, or think of. Now, another witness has came, has came forward and this particular witness is, is, is questioning why, uh, you know, the residents that were there, why they didn't have surveillance of this guy, why they didn't call 911, because apparently it may have taken a, a little bit for someone's people to start calling 911, where they probably were standing there uh, like that guy looking out their damn window and shot. Couldn't believe what they were seeing. A child with a long gun dressed in camouflage with a military tactical backpack on shooting randomly with no discretion whatsoever. They were shook. As I would have been and as you would have been. It disrupt your way of living. Five o'clock in the afternoon, you see this nonsense looking out your damn window. A fool. A murderer. 15-year-old murderer. I don't care uh, about the woes. I don't care about the sorrows. I don't care about your mental health. I don't care that life has you by the short and curlies and, and, and somehow, some way you feel slighted. So you're going to respond or retaliate with uh, killing innocent people. Uh, maybe it'll come out. He was bullied. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. Oh, boo-hoo. No one cares about your woes and your sorrows and the bullying and all that nonsense. I'm sure that there's going to be, you know, more things that have come out that maybe they can explain why he did what he did. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Like I said, this happened yesterday evening about five o'clock. So the story's still developing. There was, uh, of course, a, a press conference held by the RPD and the mayor of Raleigh and the governor of, of North Carolina. They all came out and, you know, they spoke on it, denounced the, um, the gun violence in this country and, and more specifically here in, in Raleigh at this point in time after that incident. Uh, but it's still developing. We will have to see. Uh, uh, side note also, kudos to RPD, Raleigh Police Department, because they responded and they responded just as they should have. No hesitation. They went to the shooter. They had the, the manpower they had the firearms. They had the training because they just went through that training earlier this week. And so they, like I said, they finally cornered his, well, they finally cornered him in a barn. And, you know, they, like I said, they sent the drone in, but shortly after they sent the drone in, it's reported that the drone became inactive. He probably shot it. So hats off to the RPD. I know that sounds odd. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge and respect the police department, but when you need them, you're all on the phone dialing 911, screaming and hollering, help, help, come, come. In uh, their response and and what they did and how they uh, apprehended or, or took this guy down, um, I know many of you are going to say, well, why didn't they kill him? Well, it, it, he's in critical condition. Or maybe that's just something uh, that is being released to the press. Whatever the case may be, RPD lit his ass up. <laughs> they lit his ass up. Uh, if I could say anything about this and, and their response, 
and, and how they acted and coordinated. And they used the civilians also because they said they were getting reports of 911 calls and they were listening. And wherever those were, those shot, those, uh, wherever those calls were coming from, they went to that location. So the one thing I can say, and I, I, I'll, I'll stand on this soapbox to the day, uh, to the end of times. If you could take anything away from RPD's response, this is what not defunding the police looks like. You had the manpower, you had the firepower, you had the training. This, again, I say, this is what defunding the police, what not defunding the police looks like. They didn't defund them. They made it clear from day one, we ain't defunding squat. And it paid off. Um, I know there's five dead, but it could have been more. Something had the trigger within him that that told him, hey, go back into that greenway. Sadly, he killed two more people. Something happened for him, for him to retreat. Just did. So uh, kudos to the Raleigh Police Department. No matter uh, how much you don't like or you like the police, but like I said, they're hated until you need them. And that's exactly what happened yesterday because they acted and coordinated exactly as they had been trained. They just did. Um, I think at some point in time, us as citizens, and I'm not just talking about citizens here in Raleigh or Durham or North Carolina, but us as citizens of this United States, we've got to understand that defunding the police at this particular moment in our history upon this earth ain't it. You can't defund the police. You're going to defund the police and leave us to fend for ourselves with these nuts? We got a country full of nuts. We got a country full of crybabies that can't handle life. So when things don't go their way, when they reach their wits in, they decide to grab a gun and start shooting at random people just because they can. Well, I hate to put it out there like that, but I don't know what else to say to you. Uh, that yesterday threw me, shocked me. Like I said, I was I was in the house, I was cooking. Uh, doing whatever, and I, and as always, hey, I have the news on, and I happen to hear, uh, and I look, and there it is. There was a car sitting in front of a house with the doors open that had been shot up. And when I tell you it, it was shot up, it was shot up. There won't no one or two shots. Looks like this fool walked around the car shooting. Uh, that was, I believe, that was the uh, off-duty Raleigh police officer that was on his way to work. Wow. I can't even imagine the horror of getting in your car, sitting there, and all of a sudden this fool appears in camouflage with a long gun. Camouflage head to toe with a tactical military style camouflage book pack. <laughs> I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't. Um, my prayers and thoughts, I know it sounds like an old cliche, but my prayers and thoughts go to those that survived. And, and to the family members of those that passed. And, and as odd as it sounds, um, 
I pray for this this gunman's family also, because they got to live with the aftermath of this crap, even if they taught him how to do this. They got to live with the aftermath of this nonsense from this murderer. I don't care about his age. I don't care that he's 15. I don't care that he's white. He's a murderer. His murderous rampage snatched five lives that were innocently just going about their business. Looks like, like I said, the uh, details are still coming in. Uh, they, they are. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't know where to start. I, I have no answer for this uh, mass, these mass shootings of these people uh, getting in their minds somehow, some way that the only way to solve their conflicts and the only way they can see themselves through is to inflict uh, a murderous rage on folks. I, I, I don't. Um, youngest victim, 16. Oldest appears to be 59. Uh, the what 16 year old just getting and not even getting started in life and ran across this the 59 year old that ha, that's has had been going through life and to have her life ended like this doing whatever minding her business not thinking about that it, it makes you think and you have to acknowledge also that there isn't just a problem in this country with guns. There's a huge, huge problem that we have in this country with guns. Uh, it appears that most of us, like I said, when we're caught in a tight spot, the only way we can see our way through or out of it is to go get a gun and kill. I hate to keep harping harping on that, but that's just the reality of it all. That's the world we're living in. That's a sad, sad damn world we are living in. We got to start doing something and, and running around here screaming and hollering and defunding the police and 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 uh, putting money, allocating money to these social programs. I get it, got it, understand it. Yeah, we do, but we don't need to defund the police. I know that sounds odd for me as a black male, but I'm going to tell you wholeheartedly, don't defund the police. I don't want to deal with these idiots. They can't cope with life. Uh, maybe it's just me. Uh, life is, is, I've always been held accountable for my actions and reactions. I've always been called to the carpet on my bull. And maybe that's just me being a hard, you know what? But that's the reality of life. Life ain't going to work the way you want it to, how you like it to. You got to learn to live with it and deal with it and work yourself through it. You just do. Uh, the idea, notion of grabbing a gun and going to kill random people, uh, I, that ain't normal to me. That's not, that's not something that I have to accept as a way of life. And that's something I will never, ever accept as a new norm and a way of life. Not me. Maybe some of you can. I, I certainly understand some folks have a huge uh, degree of empathy. I get it, got it, understand it, but this ain't it. This ain't the cause. This ain't the movement. This ain't the plight. This ain't the fight. Not now when folks are going around just killing random people. There's no way in the world anyone walking the face of this earth can convince me otherwise that this is normal. This should be accepted and we should get the, all the warm and cuzzies and fuzzies and hold them near and dear to our heart and find out what's wrong with them. Uh, too late to find out what's wrong with him or her when they decide to do this. 
something like this. Now it's time, time you be held accountable for your actions. If you got to spend the rest of your life in jail or you got to go to the electric chair or or the lethal injection, whatever you are in this country, whatever part of the country you're in, see you when I see you. You get no empathy. You get no understanding from me when you murder. You murdered five people. You just did. Just sick. Just sick. That's all I have. That's, this is just sick. This is just sickening. You know, I, I took a long break from talking about these mass shootings. There have been several before this, but this one here yesterday it, uh, literally kind of hit home. So I had to come back to it. Uh, like I said, praying, praying for those that were involved, the survivors, uh, praying for the family members of those that were killed. And yes, even praying for that gunman's family. I know uh, as parents, we want to teach and show our kids new things, but it doesn't appear that these parents now are teaching and showing their kids new things to help them uh, in life. It's like they're teaching them and showing them how to flat out kill. Just does, just does. Well, that's all for me. I got to get ready to go to work here later on this afternoon. I have to get ready to go to work. Um, Pray. Across the board, everyone pray. Like I said, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are streaming, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. This is Stephen Cornegay. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.